0: If you've heard of Brooksville, Florida, it's probably because the town has a staggeringly racist past. Brooksville is called Brooksville because residents in 1856 were so impressed by Congressman Preston Brooks beating abolitionist Senator Charles Sumner nearly to death that they immediately changed the name of their hometown. Between 1900 and 1930, the area had the nation's highest lynching rate per capita. Just last summer the county commission quietly voted to put a protective fence around a Confederate memorial erected on the courthouse lawn alongside Brooksville's old lynching tree. What could any of this possibly have to do with Applebee's? I visited the Applebee's in Brooksville on a Wednesday night, which is karaoke night. Most of the customers sang country pop, although there were a few rock ballads. And then a man in a linen suit stepped up to the mic and motioned for the karaoke host to play Dixie. He belted it out paces from a photographic mural of Florida scenes, including people kayaking, people biking, and most prominently, a Confederate reenactor riding a horse. The crowd went crazy, and the room felt scary. To be fair, the mural features a much smaller image of Union reenactors on the march, but it is mind-boggling that an Applebee's higher-up would approve putting a huge picture of a quasi-Confederate general on the restaurant's back wall. Or maybe it's not, since the chain still serves Oriental chicken salad. One of the best things about chain restaurants is their support for diversity. Obviously, there are financial and legal reasons why a company wouldn't want to practice racial discrimination. But Spanish-language menus and bilingual receipts strike a hospitable note, and it's nice to see the variety of people tapped for promotions at most chains. For all I know, every Applebee's but the two I visited are incredibly progressive. But the chain sure feels out of step in just about every way. And if it's disregard for cultural cues doesn't bother you, you can avoid Applebee's for the food. There is no casual dining chain at which the gulf between what's pictured on the menu and what's put on the dish is wider. I'm thinking specifically of two skinny breadsticks presented with white sludge passed off as beer cheese. But I could also be thinking of teriyaki chicken cubes and coleslaw crammed into wonton shells. Or a sad clump of overly sauced rib meat with fries that should have been tossed hours earlier. None of the food tastes any better than it looks, although the chips served with salsa are relatively crisp. Another good bet is the rice, although I wouldn't bother with the Fiesta lime chicken it typically accompanies. The chicken, buried beneath gobs of flavorless cheese, seems like it needs the lime preserving properties. If you can get the kitchen to sell you a single serving of rice, you might also try for the potato wedges off the steak plate, perhaps with a ramekin of barbecue sauce. Applebee's barbecue sauce has a discernible kick, which I suspect is why people think they like the chain's ribs. Really, though, it's just the cover-up that's good. Applebee's knows it has plenty to hide.